Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire. Well, the thought occurred to me recently as I was attempting yet again to clean off my desk. It is amazing how fast stuff accumulates. Now, granted, in my own defense, friends, some of that which piles up on my workspace is essential and worthwhile, and it represents the minutiae of a busy life and, I hasten to add, a busy church. But if I'm being honest, there's a great deal there on the desk that should have long since been processed, recycled, or tossed pieces of unopened junk mail, catalogs from which neither I nor this church will ever order, handwritten reminder notes to myself that have already been either dealt with or hopelessly forgotten. You know, reminder notes are supposed to remind. Doesn't always work that way, though. And, and, and there's also lots of random leftover worship bulletins, meeting minutes, and on and on it goes. And then, of course, there are all the bits and pieces of the things you hope to get to in the near future. All that stuff that you need to get caught up from in the past. All combined, these are the messes that not only a, will clutter up a desktop, but clutters up a life big time. And sooner or later, you find yourself having to ream out what you don't and won't ever, ever need. Now, if you think of that as a parable of sorts, and I do, it seems to me that there's a pretty good spiritual discipline to be found in there somewhere. Well, today is Ash Wednesday. And it marks the beginning of the season of Lent, the 40 days of spiritual preparation preceding Easter. Historically in the church, this, is, this time is meant to be a time of repentance, of almsgiving, that is the act of giving to those in need, as well as for self-denial so that we can remember our need for God and for God's great saving acts in the passion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, how that is all actually practiced varies widely from tradition to tradition and from person to person. It ranges from giving up something for Lent, as so many of us do, to a renewed commitment to, to prayer and the study of the Holy Scripture. However it's observed, for Christians, Lent ends up as being, and you hear me say this every year, our shared journey to the cross. In that as day to day we draw nearer and nearer to Jerusalem and the earth-shattering events of Holy Week. In that we have an opportunity in these 40 days for reflecting on that ultimate sacrifice that was made on our behalf, yours and mine. In the process having a ripe opportunity for 
deepening our relationship with the Lord. Even as we are forced in the process to confront who we really are in that relationship. And here's where the parable comes in. Seems to me that if you're going to take that kind of journey, it's always going to include some amount of reaming out. In our text for today, what we just read from the book of the prophet Joel, we are remembering God's call to rend our hearts and not our clothing and be in the act of returning to him. Understanding, of course, that returning to the Lord requires from us not only a whole heart, but also the desire to turn wholly away from the old ways, to get away from our old attitudes, to move far away from old patterns of behavior that we might truly face God and receive the blessings of his love and mercy. In the language of faith, we refer to that as repentance. But you know what? At its heart, what it really means is that we have made the conscious decision to cast away all the clutter of life and living. That as it accumulates, and it always accumulates, not only gets in the way of our relationship with God, also all too easily ends up destroying us as well. In other words, friends, for us to truly walk with the Lord means that we're going to have to start sorting through and reaming out all of that, which always ends up weighing us down and holding us back on the journey. What I'm talking about here are the burdens of old regrets and past mistakes, the debris of nagging doubts, lingering anger, and the long-held fear that holds us back, the sheer suffocation of choices made that always end up leaving us mired in our sin and thus in our isolation. Indeed, when it comes to having a faithful relationship with God, these are the things that trip us up every time. I'm here to tell you, friends, it's not an easy process for any of us. To do the job thoroughly and well takes honesty. It takes a humility of spirit, not to mention the boldness required to confront sin as something real and, yes, something personal. It's one thing to say that we are all sinners. It's quite another, as Paul pointed out about himself, to realize that you are the chief of sinners. After all, true repentance in the Greek metanoia isn't about turning away ever so slightly from who and what we were before. It's about heading in a direction 180 degrees away from where we were headed. So it's a hard turn, especially when our all-too-human impulse is to cling to so much that keeps us from changing course. When we have the determination to rid ourselves of all of that culture takes up so much space in our hearts that embodies so much time spent and wasted in our lives. The good news is that with God's help, 
Grace and relentless love paves the way ahead to life abundant and eternal. Because one thing is for certain. Whether we are talking the top of a desk or life's challenges, a clean workspace will make all the difference in the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. And that brings us to the close of this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening today. And until next time, stay safe, be well, and may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.